It is time for another Amateurs Fantasy Sports Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the NRL Fantasy Amateurs Podcast. It's Mark here with Ryan and Rob who have just exited the toilet stall. Boys, um, you were just... Ryan, was it you that was sick in the toilet stall and Rob that was helping you or the other way around? <laughs> yeah, no, Rob was holding my hair back, mate. It was He's, yeah. he's very nice like that, yeah. One well, of us bought a house or something, you, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the reason why you wear headgear so you don't have to worry about keeping the face out of your hair? <laughs> oh, yeah keep, keep, yeah, keep the hair out of your eyes. Yeah, no, that's a smart strategy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Pong is onto mate. something. Yeah, well, that's it, mate. I wasn't even going to bring – who's Pong? What do you mean? What did he do? I was talking about Ryan. <laughs> oh, boys. It's, uh, yeah, it's, we're, we've had an interesting week of rugby league this week. Uh, obviously, started off with some negativity and, and got into some, some, uh, interesting stuff towards the end. Um, boys, uh, I reckon we might, uh, rip through some, uh, teams related stuff and then we'll, we'll circle back to the fantasy. Um, Rabbitohs come up against the Panthers. Uh, and the Storm absolutely just shut the Panthers out, just you know, put on the 16 points and then grinded through to the win there. Um, they come up against the Rabbitohs, and I think probably no easier of a task for the Panthers this week. They get Campbell Graham back. Uh, Lachlan Ilias is named, as is Latrell Mitchell, both with injury clouds over them. Um, Cook and Murray, uh, reliable as always. And anyone relying on Davy Moley for 14 points, he finds himself down in the... Reserves this week. Um, for the Panthers, Dylan Edwards named to come back. No sign of Taylor May in the starting, but he is down in the extended bench um, listening to NRL Physio uh, Sponge podcast. Sound like he's probably going to get another week, um, he's guessing. Um, other than that, they're uh, just, you know, YOLO now at the moment as uh, as being the Jet there. we got uh, the – oh, man, the Cowboys. Can we not talk about this little bloody losers? Um, got their asses handed to them by the Roosters and never even looked interested on the weekend. Um, basically unchanged except for Tanoa Brown out with uh, felt Hard and soul of the team back. They come up against the Warriors who managed to get a win on the weekend, I think. Um, yeah, not they did. anyone yeah. actually watches the Warriors play, but uh, yeah, steady as she goes there for the Warriors. Uh, Broncos in the storm, couple of ins, couple of outs. Uh, Hoyter's named for Brinko Lee, um, otherwise fairly uninteresting as far as changes go. Um, but the Storm get some troops back. Um, young Tottenham appear named in the centres, which is always good. Um, Hughes named. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they go with uh, Munster Meany as whether who plays the one and who plays the six. Uh, obviously, Brandon Smith doing great things. I'm sure we'll circle back to him. Uh, Parramatta get Mitchell Moses back for everyone that held on to him and maybe not so good for anyone who jumped on the Dylan Brown, but I guess we'll we'll see how that goes. Rest of the season, otherwise sort of pretty pretty normal there. Um, as with the Bulldogs, that they get uh, Harrison Edwards named on the edge, whoever the hell that is. Um, mainly in the Sharkies, uh, Jason Saab unfortunately gone for the year with an ACL injury, um, probably a good thing. Just mainly doesn't really seem that interested in playing after getting belted by the mighty Gold Coast Titans on the weekend. Uh, Sharkies looking pretty similar to how they looked last week with those couple of outs. Uh, 
with um, Sione Katoa and um, Kennedy and Talakai all not named again this week. Um, none of them even sitting down in the uh, reserve, so all they're all missing. Uh, Roosters, uh, as per program, team that beat the Cowboys, West Tigers looking pretty normal for how they've been looking, um, except Seafarth back to the bench for anyone that decided to jump on him as a cheapie. I had one person in the Instagram DM, so rip to whoever that was. Um, Dragons uh, almost beat the Raiders on the weekend. I actually thought they were going to get up there. They seem pretty much unchanged with Jack Bird holding on to the lock spot. Good for anyone that's got him. Uh, and then the Titans, um, yeah, per program, I think from last week. Uh, and then finishing out with the Knights and the Raiders. Um, <laughs> Bradman Best and uh, Nari Tawala dropped for missing the team bus or being late to the team bus and uh, Ponga and Kurt Mann uh, in a bit of hot water with the integrity unit for um, vomiting in the toilets. That's, I'm sure that's exactly what they were doing. Uh, <laughs> and then the Raiders uh, looking pretty much as per normal with both Tuppany and Elliot named despite both having injury clouds. Boys, fantasy-wise, probably the big talking point for me this week is Brandon Smith, who seems to be on a bit of a tear ever since we declared him fantasy irrelevant. Um, and he's uh, basically come back and he's just absolutely doing a great job of ruining his price for next year. Ryan, is it time for us to trust Brandon Smith after four scores in a row of fantasy relevance? Oh, geez. Um, it's Look, he's one of those ones I could easily go back to putting out uh, ordinary scores. I guess the big difference is it seems like Bellamy's trusting him a little bit more with some bigger minutes in, in recent mm-hmm. weeks. He's, um, you know, he's been hovering around that, like, 30 to mid 40 minute roll for the majority of the season. And then in the past couple of weeks, he's just suddenly picked up to, you know, 61 minutes, 44, 54 the past couple of weeks. So um, I, I think he's one of those ones if you are, say, you've got, you know, someone like Tamalolo, you want to, in one trade, you want to get rid of him um, and, and no money to go up, then Brendan Smith looks like one of those guys. So, you know, he's probably in the same category as Jack Bird, as one of those guys that you could pivot to if, um, you know, you're sick of looking at Tamalolo's face. So, um, I don't know. I don't know if I if I trust it for a, if I trust it for a full season, but that's it. We've only got a couple of games left, so I mean, I, I think yeah. there are worse punts in the world. Yeah, I mean, for the head to head plays, there's only two weeks left, so mm. I mean, overall players is three, head to head players is two. Who knows what's going to happen in the last week? It might just be a, a dog fight for overall with everybody having twelve or thirteen players. We don't really know what's going to happen there. Um, although there's really only one team that's got the, the minor premiership sewed up now and everybody else is sort of grappling for significant positions in that top eight or, you know, playing for, for pride maybe and what's the point in resting them. So, I mean, Brandon Smith is the, the key here fantasy-wise. Um, Rob, is what, what would be your second talking point in terms of, you know, for anyone that does actually have trades left? Do you have trades left? Yeah, I've got two left. Um, okay. It's, yeah, I, uh, I don't have Munster, so... It's like, yeah, it's just, uh, I suppose it just depends whether you're playing head-to-head or um, overall, I think. Mm. Um, Brandon Smith looks good for, yeah, even someone with someone like Reed Marnie, if you're sick of looking at him as well, um, if you need a hooker. Um, yeah, just just kind of enables you to do a bit more with that second trade as well. If you've got, if you do have two left, um, you can get yeah. an out-and-out gun and then do like a, you know, Lolo to Brandon Smith or... 
and a, a slight up down, but with potential upside as well. Yeah, and I mean, you know, like Munster over the last three is averaging 76.3 in his second second over his last three-game average. So, I mean, he's just absolutely, you know, blasting. Everyone that went Cleary to Munster has just had an absolute fill-up and everybody that went for DCE is just, you know, you'd have to be just absolutely ready to, you know, just pack it in and give up for the season if you just, if you were choosing between those two guys and decided to go towards um, – DC over Munster. I mean, DC. Where's he? What's his three game average? It'd be about fourteen. <laughs> Ryan, can I tell you, mate? It's I, I don't know if you remember. I swore off buying DCE after I lost to our good friend of the show and good friend of the amateurs, Tyson, um, in a, a prelim final where I had just DCE versus Marty Tapao to go, and I was up, and Tapao got about eighty, and DCE got about twenty five. Um, I swore I'd never get him ever again. Uh, and then I finally, I, after Cleary went down, I, I pulled the, the trigger and went to DCE and he got, he's gotten beaten by Dylan Brown two weeks in a row. And, you know, if I had gone Dylan Brown, I would have made the finals of that and then would have, would have more than likely won my matchup this week as well. So I just, I'm absolutely kicking myself for going DCE and he's back in the, the no basket at forever now. So, um, mate, what, what do you reckon's going on with? DCE, why is he scoring? Why is he just falling off a cliff? Oh, probably because Manly aren't playing very well at the moment. Um, and it's probably not going to get a whole lot better with Jerbo out. Um, yeah, they're just... That's uh, first try of the year, first tackle bust of the year, Jerbo, to you, mate. <laughs> he broke he his three. hand. Yeah, <laughs> three and broke his hand. Slamming the ball down, crushed his hand. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, he's no. probably he's he's probably muscles in his hand were so like atrophied because he didn't actually remember what it was like to hold on to a football. Just busy puffing it before the before the head up. <laughs> eh? It's the first time he's felt the pressure of the the downward or the upward pressure of the ground touching the ball. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez, but um, I mean for TCE, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to score points as a half when you're just getting monstered in the middle, like when your pack's getting monstered in the middle every week. Like if you look at his yeah. run meters, um, last against the Titans, he had 12 run meters. Against the Eels the week before, he had 25. So, I mean, yeah. it's, I He's mean, normally it's an 80, sort of 80 meter guy. So Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just hard to do that when you're getting completely monstered in the middle. Yeah, his yeah, kick meters well, were down last week as well. Only 260, just no base. It's just yeah, well, it's just much. a lot of standing behind the goal point, the the goalpost waiting for the Titans to kick goals. So mm-hmm. um, following on from that, we've got an interesting question here on Instagram from Humperdinkle. So he's asking, what is our read on DCE and should we be yeeting him or keeping him? Um, I mean, if you've, I don't know who's got the traits to be yeeting him at this point because, I mean, you've got to ask yourself, who are you yeeting him to? Um, Probably Munster A is the only one I'm doing it for. Yeah. Basically. Let- it's Munster and question mark, really. Like, maybe Murray if you've got cash. But yeah, you have to assume if you got DC, he's going to be going into your halves. And I mean, you look at your last three average. It's kind of a pretty steep drop off after Munster, Hines, Dewey, and Dylan Brown. But then Dylan Brown gets Moses back. So I mean, there's an argument to be made. There's actually AJ Brimson is is in the top like six or seven halves in terms of game, th- three-game average. So, I mean, you know, there's an argument to be made that, you know, you'd be better off with a Latrell, Dewey, Teddy, Munster, Hines, you know, five-man combo. Even like a drink water 
potentially yeah. playing the Warriors. Yeah, well, you know, he's actually he's one spot, two spots above Brimson, and with only White in between. So, um, I mean, you know, when Whiten's the sixth best half, three game average, you know, things aren't going very well. Yeah, I would keep DCE. I think. Yeah, yeah, he's bound to score points at some point, and if not, there's something like eighty percent of teams in the top thousand have him. So it's you know, everyone's just sucking together the, at that point in the top hundred, right? What was that? 86 in the top 100, I think I saw. Yeah. 86%. So, yeah. Everyone's in the same boat. You're right. Yep. Um, so, uh, I, so, I think we've, I'm, I'm just going to sort of meander through the, uh, the, the questions here and sort of have a bit of more of an open discussion. So, we've discussed cheese. Um, it's probably one of those things where I, I actually think he is worth a, worth a look if you need some, you know, pod bust, uh, pod, you know, boom or bust type potential. Is that is that how you feel about him, Rob? I know Ryan sort of spoke about him. Yeah, before. yep, absolutely. Yep, cool. Um, so uh, another trade question. I don't know how these people have trades left. Um, so he's talking about Adam Elliott here. Um, so he's been named at lock, but, I mean, obviously he went off with that injury. Um, Ryan, do you still have Elliott or you moved him on already? No, I've still got Elliott, yeah. Yeah, is he on your list with Lolo for you eating this week or are you hanging on to one or both of them? I'm leaning towards holding Elliot now that he's been named. Um, it seems like he's okay. Uh, it, it's a bit of a funny one because they were pretty cagey in releasing any info. I'm just wondering if this is another situation where, like, um, he copped a little bit of a knock. He could have come back, and they were like, "Nah, we're right. We're nah. up by 12." And then they ended up, you know, throwing away 10 points yeah. at the end there. But um, yeah, I'm wondering if that's the the type of situation because it's. I don't know. With with so few trays left, it's, it seems like a luxury, but... Um, yeah. I mean, as we say, there's only two weeks to go, though. Mm. Because they play last, though. If he's a late out, it's quite... It's quite he's funny, your 18th man if he gets ruled out. Is it Polar or... Do you still have him, Ryan, or have you got yeah. like Mbai yeah. or something? Yeah, no, I've, I've got... Uh, mate, Bole, uh, he won me my head-to-head. I played him over time. Oh, what a, last what a loop. <laughs> Yeah, that, that off my try assist. What a man. Yeah. Well, that's it. He's not a bad 18th man to have, really, is he? Yeah, that's right. I oh, like me, 18th man this week's M by, so I'm praying I don't need him. Um, yeah. Um, so uh, if you were going to trade him, um, I'm just going <laughs> to go into the next bit here. Um, there's a question here about uh, three guys in a price bracket of who would be the best option to bring in out of Yo, Joe O, or. Sean Lane. Uh, Ryan, if you were going to trade him, which of those three guys would you be gravitating towards? Um, I'd lean towards Lane as a head-to-head coach. I think as a overall coach, I'd lean towards Joe. I don't think there's any chance Joe is getting a rest in round 25 because, you know, what's the point? He's got three months worth of rest coming up. Um, but, geez, I think we need to put a little bit of respect on Sean Lane's name. He's, his five-game average at the moment, like he scored 71, 67, 70, 71, 50 in the last five games, hasn't scored a single try in any of those games. He's just he, – my God, he's like the, what, ninth most expensive player now? <laughs> like, who would have figured that? It just yeah, doesn't I matter, mean, don't we? We said it last week. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't count. But yeah. Any season where Sean Lane is elite, just the whole season doesn't count. <laughs> Except I'm shooting myself in the foot here because I'm pretty sure I'm going to end up with the best overall finish I've ever had. So maybe not. <laughs> oh, 
Um, you're what right, about you're Yo, right. Yo. What about Yo? 69 will they rest points him? last two will games. Will they rest him in the last game? No. I, Why would I don't he? think they He's will. He's already had a rest. Look at him. He's done, done, done nothing up until round 21. When they added him into the game, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> didn't play round 13, 14. He played Origin, didn't he? And 17, then... 18. Yeah, so he's missed four weeks of regular season already. He's played Origin games. But I yeah. think it was one of those Origin games where he got KO'd and, and barely played. So, yeah, he's had a bunch of he's had a bunch of weeks off. He's all right. <laughs> I got nothing against Yo. Like, I think he's been great and, and he's a great option. Um, yeah, I'd probably go Joe O if I'm being honest. Yeah, but I've, I'm feeling big mad about it because I love I love Yo. He's my new favorite player until three weeks from now, where I forget he exists again. <laughs> um, see, we'll see if they add him to the 2023. <laughs> yeah, no, I reckon they'll probably add him about this time in 2023. <laughs> um, so uh, out of interest, so boys in a in a different price bracket. Um, so we're looking for somebody at 609k or less if you're looking for somebody cheap. Um, so there's a couple of options there. Cheese, obviously one that we've highlighted, but a few other guys like Curran, Aiken, Frizzell. Um, in that price bracket, is there anyone that we'd take over Cheese in the you know 600ish or less range? Um, I've got two that I'd consider. Um, I think Nat Butcher and Jack Bird both warrant consideration. Um, given that it seems like Jack Bird is a 60-plus minute lock now. Um, and he's got that center dual position as well. If you, you know, if you say you've got Mbai as your only center cover, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's probably handy having Jack Bird on your bench. Um, plus, if you say you've got two trades, it, it facilitates you going up too. So, um, yeah, I, I quite yeah, this like particular Jack guy is the last trade. Okay. Um, I, I think Bird and Butcher would be my two go-tos. But mm. what do you guys think? I kind of like the Josh Curran shout. I didn't really like it last week. But he's got two weeks in a row there of that. He seems to be that like that off the bench impact forward, but he's playing mm. the good minutes. A there. Jazz Tavanga role, kind of. The Jazz Tavanga role, yeah. So what about no, Tyson I, but I, think, I think that's a lot safer. Yeah, I don't like Frizzell. Yeah, and I'll, yeah, if in doubt, you're probably going to go with the minutes and go the bird route, don't you? Yeah, but yeah, I, I still I probably go Brandon Smith first. Do you do you prefer either of them two to Brandon Smith, or you prefer Brandon Smith? I just think Brandon I Smith's think minutes are a bit up in the air, but I, I think it's got the most upside. I think Bird's floor is probably safer than yeah. Brandon Smith. Yeah. Now I've got a question here. Uh, some a Best Buy under four hundred and sixty five k looking at trading out Talungi. Um, is this the same dude that keeps asking us about Tylongi every week and is just not trading him while he's bleeding cash? Is this what's going on? <laughs> and even afford Wade Graham. <laughs> Wade Graham's the best. If it's, it's you'd think if it was Tylongi, the best option would be just to keep him. Yeah. But no, it looks like it is Tylongi. I can't it imagine. It like he's maybe he's asked us for the last five weeks but held him the whole time. <laughs> Haven't we told him to trade Tylongi every week as well? Yeah, I'm sure we have. Yeah. Um, um, is it? Is it Ezra Mam? Um, is he a chance of getting ruled out? Yeah, I've got no idea. I don't know why he missed training today. He might. I mean, it, something about I uh, um, injury. Bug, I think. What about if Pangai's back? 
no. <laughs> no. All right, I've got one for like you. I've got one for you, but I just need to vet it quickly. All right. What about uh, Josh McGuire? That's the one that I was going to say. <laughs> it's Josh McGuire. 14K, bloody hell. Yeah, I think he had a couple of games off the bench. When yeah. he plays big minutes, he's pretty good. 45, 55, 41, 36 against the Storms, fine. And then he's played a bunch of low-minute games, but then he's back to 70-plus minutes on the edge and 49. I think I think it's him. I think it's Josh McGuire. I think you're right. Yeah, I think you are. Is he going to the UK next year, Moose? Oh, God, I hope so. Yeah. I'm just thinking. I was, <laughs> uh, I was having a look to, today at guys to pencil in for next year. and Yeah. Not him. There'll be a few of them. Um, we just got a comment here. It's been eight weeks, but finally the Frizzell buy has paid off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> got 60. Yeah, in a shellacking. With two turnover tackles. He might be one that would be good for next year, maybe. Maybe. He's going to have yeah. to get penciled in. I think I'm going to be penciling him in when he moves to the Storm or the Tigers. Um, all right. Um, uh, Corwin has three trades left. Um, he wants to trade out Booth um, to allow Savage to lay Lua or Curran or um, Dylan Brown or Adam Reynolds to Cotter, Joe O, Robson Lane, or given the injury rate, save the trades. So I'm going to rule out trading out one of those two gun halves to a different guy. Yeah. But how do we feel about Savage to spending two trades to go Savage to a, you know, Brandon Smith, Curran range type player? Actually kind of low key. Can we go Savage to Maguire in one trade? Are they about the same price? I think Savage is more. Yeah, Savage is more. Do that. It would be nice to have a trade, I think, in your in your pocket. Yeah, I would do that if I was you, Corwin. I would just hang on to Booth and not get Bryce Cartwright um, and then just go savage to Josh Maguire. Yeah. Um, Kia Ora. Kia Ora to you. One trade left. Need a hooker cover slash bench spot for the wrong home. Lots of DPPs covered for... Most other positions, if they're injuries, except Hooker, have 100K in the bench, in the bank, plus Max King, Lolo, Butcher, and he's looping Cooler and Pole. So the question is, he wants to trade Lolo or Taylor May out or can trade out King to get Cotter? So, hmm. all right. So the full question. So I, I, I like I like the idea. So I guess the question is: Are we trading Lolo, Taylor May, or Max King? Mm, I I think probably yeah, I think Taylor May to Brandon Smith is probably the one that I like. Is May in the seventeen, or is that his like eighteenth no. man or something? I must be not because he was trading Taylor May to Brandon Smith, so right. doesn't seem like it. Yeah. No, I'm Based on the trade. information provided. Mm. Yeah. Alternatively, hang on to Taylor May or whatever you're doing, but that would mean he'd be playing Cooler and Pole for a week. Cooler's on the wing trading. this week as well, I saw. Yeah, yeah, but he's just looping. So, I mean, you know, if Cooler yeah. sucks and he plays Pole, which is fine. Mm. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably go Taylor May to Brandon Smith. 
Yes. Um, is there any more there? No, not that one. Okay. What about... Uh, 550k or less. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, Jack Bird, Josh Maguire. Oh, Bird's 541. Yeah. Yeah, it's the last trade. So, um, who do you trust more to get close to 50, Bird or Josh Maguire? I trust Bird to keep his spot more than Maguire. Yeah. He's got head-to-head prelim this week, probably about 20 points behind based on averages, if that helps you. I think Bird's got the highest ceiling. I, yeah, yeah. I the ceiling. Yep. I like it. Uh, three trades, 354K in the bank. Jesus Christ. What are you right, doing, man? I can see why he's got that much. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, Trading Kennedy and Lolo for Curran and Cotter, um, which means I can loop Pole and Curran for the 17th spot. Or should I just keep Lolo and trade Kennedy up to somebody 701 or less chasing the cash league win? So so he's got Dykes, Embi, Kennedy, and Pole in the emergencies and then Booth. So... Obviously, Booth goes down to the bottom, so he's got Embi, Dykes, and Pole in his emergencies. So okay. Kennedy and Tom Alolo combined traded to two players or just Kennedy up to someone 701. So three trades, 354K in the bank. I kind of don't mind the idea of trading in two guys. I guess the question yeah. for me is, so like, he doesn't have Nat Butcher, he doesn't have Josh Curran, doesn't have Brandon Smith. You know these types of guys. Um, where would you would you be? Do you think it's worth spending a little bit of money upgrading Lolo and just grabbing like a Brandon Smith, or would you? I, just think, spend... I think so. Um, I mean, what's so, uh, Reese Kennedy is is, is is this is Reese Kennedy, no, right? We're talking no about? Will Kennedy. Will Kennedy. Oh, Will Kennedy at three fifty, right? So. Some of the guys that he sort of doesn't own, let's just go this way, right? Some of the guys he doesn't own, that would be an upgrade. So he's got like, but say basically say 700K or less, right? Um, yeah, it's a bit thin, isn't it, really? Nat Butcher, is, Nat, is Lolo to Nat Butcher an obvious, is that a definitely, are we comfortable that that's a significant upgrade? Based on the way Lolo's been playing recently, it seems like a, a solid upgrade. Because, um, I mean, Butcher seems like a fairly safe 50 most weeks um, versus what Lolo has scored one to- – he's only scored over 50 one time in his last seven games. So, right. Rob, can you do some numbers for me quickly? Yeah. All right, so 590 for Lolo and 347 for Kennedy. You ready? All right, let me get my let me get my calculator out. Okay, come on, mate. <laughs> Nine three seven. Supposed to be smart. Yeah, we don't do maths, and, mate. Yeah, all right. Yeah, except when you're adding up how much to charge people, and three hundred fifty four k in the bank. One two nine one. All right, now minus Nat Butchers, 
uh, price, which is five hundred and six hundred and two. Six hundred and two. How much you got? Six eight nine. Sorry. Six eight nine. All right. Left. Would you prefer? Does he have Dylan Brown? Does he have no? So you go Nat Butcher. Yeah, maybe. So you could get Nat Butcher and Dylan Brown or Adam Reynolds. I mean, what if we did like Jack Bird and Yo or Jack Bird and and Gowie or something like that? All right. So what was that original number? One, two, nine, one. And how much was Maguire again? 414. Or 14. What, how much you got? 877. Could you go like Josh Maguire and Damien Cook or something like that? How much is he now? No, he's 885. Yeah. You could get Munster though. Does he have Munster? He's got Munster. Mm. <sighs> Damn it. So close. Nah, I like I like like a yo oh, and and someone. So, so what was Bird and Yo? So seven forty eight and what's Bird? Five forty one. Five forty one. Does, does that work in the cap? It was Bird and who? Sorry, Yo. Seven forty eight for Yo. Yeah, yeah, that works. Yeah, oh. I like that. Two K in the bank. Very good. Lock it in. Perfect. Yeah. Well done. Yep. Good job, boys. Handshakes all round. Bird and Yo. Good job. Good job, guys. A bird in the yo is worth two in the bush, right? Yeah, a bird in the yo is worth two in the bush. You're right. Um, uh, all right. This one has three trades left, but only 41K in the bank. Must win head-to-head league. And, yes, it is the guy who still owns Ben Hunt, but he's he's, he's a keeper out of principle. <laughs> you that. may as well at this point. Keeper out of principle. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, 3K is 41 in the bank, must win head-to-head, have at it, lads. What would you recommend? Yes, I'm the Ben Hunt guy, and effort. He's a keeper out of principle. <laughs> I like that he just crowned himself the Ben Hunt guy. No, he, he knows, mate. He knows we've been rustling his jimmies on a weekly basis. Is this mate, Ben Hunt himself? <laughs> All right. So given you got three trades and it's a must win head-to-head, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, if you were an Adam Adam Elliott owner and you didn't believe that he was going to be right to go, is Adam Elliott to Hamole Olakuatu an upgrade? In the Eels' current state, uh, sorry, in Manly's current state, I'm, I'm not sure I'd feel too comfortable going to a guy that sort of requires attacking stats in and tries to put up good scores. And it's it's right. almost like Hamole minus your 18th man, isn't it, if you think that Adam Elliott's not going to play? Yeah. So, because the other thing is, the other thing is here. So, he's got Max King, um, but then he's got Dylan Edwards. Has Dylan Edwards been named? Yeah, he has, yep. So, he's going to have to choose between Dylan Edwards and Jacob Carraz this week, which you have to think it's going to be. So, Carraz is the 18th man. But then he's got Elliot and Max King are the two obvious, and Reed Marnie as the sort of the three obvious guys. I'm wondering if it wouldn't make sense to go. So he's got Aaron Booth sitting there, like just cash, get the 80 grand out of Booth and then maybe upgrade Max King to somebody that's 740 or like a Reuben Cotter or something. 
Yeah, Cotter and Dykes in. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, I I think uh, with Feltback, it's probably great news for Cotter, isn't it, with uh, down to a three-forward bench instead of the four-forward bench? Yeah, I mean, he was a jet before that as well. So, is is Granville kind of a forward anyway, though, at this point? Yeah. They've got got Hammer on the bench. Oh, Hammer's on the bench, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, no, I I like the idea of just just get the dollars out while well, you got three there, um, must win head to head. Get three there, and then Booth upgrade Booth to a great player, which you know like Cotter, and that leaves you still with a bit of cash in the bank for if you have an injury or something. And then you know it also lets you go like if you wanted to trade Adam Elliott there, you got about forty grand left, so you could probably even go Adam Elliott to a. Uh, uh, you got Dave Fafida. Yeah, Maddo, if you wanted to do that. Clemmer made his back. He's angry. Ready to yell at a trainer. Who? Clemmer, mate. He's back. Oh, Clemmer. Actually, it was a funny thing about Clemmer, and this is a, I'm going to give NRL Physio's Patreon a little plug here. I was listening to Magic Sponge before in the car on the way home, and he said he had a profile up on Clemmer and his knee that he's aggravated and he was basically warning people to stay away from him because he thought that that was going to be an ongoing issue through the season in the preseason this year. Mm. And he's had to been out twice with this knee injury. Wow. Interesting. So yeah, mate, um, if he's, if he's done a good job of selling it to me that I should be subscribed. So I might have to jump on it next year, considering that we had him on um, to do a plug. So yeah, I might, uh, might, yeah, I think we're going to have to jump on that, get an amateur subscription for uh, for next year, Ryan. Beautiful. Tax deduction, mate. Uh, yeah. Oh, he is, mate. <laughs> um, uh, is Elliot to Cotter an upgrade, Rob? Um, I think, uh, yes, it's an upgrade. Is it worth your last trade? Probably. Depends. If you're in a must-win, yes. it might be. I guess everybody's yeah. in must-win headlights now, aren't they? Yeah, I think so. Yep. Two trades, 28K in the bank. Lolo is killing me. Should I trade <laughs> Lolo to Curran and free up, free up a little bit of cash or just go to Butcher? I've got a stronger team in my head-to-head matchup, but should I use the trade? Oh, and should I use the second trade but not sure who I'd partner with? So, yeah, other than that, the team's pretty solid. Um, it's pretty sort of cookie-cutter um, of, of what you'd be hoping for. He's got Dylan Brown and Dewey on the bench for some reason. Um, but, I mean, Trell, Hines, Teddy, DC, Munster. So, I mean, the, it's all it's all fine. Um, yeah, and, um, I mean, he's got no hooker cover. He's mm. probably the concern, which would make me suggest to not spend both of the trades. Or maybe just get Brandon Smith. Well, yeah, you could go Lola to Brandon Smith, and then that would give you hook cover. And um, but is in a must-win head-to-head when your team is better on paper, is yeah. that what you want to be doing? No. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's the floor's too low. I think the floor is yeah. too low. The floor is lava with Brandon Smith. It could be fourteen. Yeah. That's so crap, I would suggest. Who's yeah, he got? Is it Cook or no, Grant? I think it's a good upgrade for safety. 
do we do we think? I didn't hear you, you say Potter. Tomalola to Nat Butcher is a good safety upgrade and save the last trade for in case Harry Green gets injured. Yeah. Yep. 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 I like it. Good job, guys. Good answering. All right. Last one. We're over to Facebook. We're ready. We're willing. Uh, if Clem and Elliot are both out, well, they're not. Um, so, yeah, just keep just just keep playing them. Um, this is another one. If Elliot's not named, who to replace him with? Just hang on him. Uh, if May and Elliot are out, watch Elliot's in, but May's out. Um, who would be better to move on? So it looks like we're moving May on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he only has 3K in the bank, uh, any position, um, but looking like – I'm just looking to see if he actually needs him to play. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, all right. He, so Taylor May to who? 3K in the bank. Any position? Any position. It's probably Josh Moose, Bryden, isn't, it? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's Moose. Or Wade Graham. Moose? Not Wade Graham. <laughs> no, he can only get, he's only got 504, right? Or 501 plus three. You wouldn't take Wade Graham anyway, would you? You've got rocks in your head. No, I was just uh, rustling you, Jim. See how long it took what you about, to... What about David Norfoluma? No, but it's Josh Maguire. Yeah. It's McGaugh. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah. I like it. Um, the SARS of the rugby league sp- space. Hear my pleas. My bunch looks like a hunk of rotten peas. <laughs> Good job. I like it. Three trades left. 25K in the bank. Davey, Tass, Josh Jackson too. I need to trade up. But then to who? <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Yeah, this is Dr. Ben Seuss. Who's, uh, we will answer question. your riddle D with using your <laughs> trades of three. <laughs> um, why are we trading Isaiah Tass? Yeah. Is he playing him in his centers, I assume? I don't know. But why are we trading him? Yeah, no, he's going well. Um, nah, hang on to him. Yep. I don't think there's a need to. Save a trade. Um, Josh Jackson out four and Andrew Davey out. So, Rob, get the get the calculator out, mate. Yep. All right. Uh, Josh Jackson is about $4. Um, actually. Oh, Davey's actually surprisingly expensive. 501 yeah. for Davey. I did not expect that. Yep. You've got to play to lose money, though, so... Yeah. Yeah, well, there's that. Jackson is five, he's 5.91. And he's got 25K in the bank. 1.117. All right. Now, Brandon Smith, we should just work out how much these players actually cost. So 5.66 is minus 5.66 is what? 5.51. Can you get Bird? Uh, yes. So you can get Bird and Brandon Smith. Or um, back to the original number, minus 441. Six, seven, six. Oh. 
<laughs> yeah. So it's Bird and Brandon Smith or probably Maguire and Olakowatu, I think, would be my two options. Uh, Tino, mate? New dad? No. You know, you get, you get Didn't he get dad. dropped last week? What happened? No, he's he hurt, isn't he, Tino? No, he was bloody at his... Um, he, You're thinking his, of his Pangai. was giving birth. That's why... You're thinking of Pangai, mate. There's no commitment. There's no commitment there. What? If that was Kalen Ponga, he would have been yeah, in a stall vomiting his way towards beating the bloody uh, Manly Seagulls, mate. Are what you telling Frizzell? me Tino and Pangai had, had both had children this week? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're Did somebody uh, actually the spend enough time around Pangai to put up with him long enough to have a kid with him? You'd be surprised, Jesus. mate. People... <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure Tino was hurt. I'm going to have a look at this quickly. Okay. He's Do you not, know, I actually sat uh, in the booth next to Pangai at a restaurant here in Brisbane when he played for the Broncos. And I'm here to tell you, he is the only footy player I've missed who is smaller in real life than what he looks like on TV. Really? I felt bad for him. I wanted to get him a sandwich or something. He looks skinny. Yeah, I think you're right, Ryan. Just his Tina, just his personal. So that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm right. I know. I remember. Would you right. get Brandon Smith or Tyson Frizzell? Brandon Smith. Oh, oh. oh, are you the favourite? Three game, three last three scores for Frizzell: 52, 44, 60. He's played yeah. eighty minutes three weeks in a row. Do you trust Brandon Smith to play sixty minutes again? I don't. Yeah, it's oh jeez, oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's probably for. I don't, I mean, I don't I want to be the guy recommending Tyson Frizzell. Believe me, I'm not happy to no. be in this position. We can get Frizzell and Bird. He got that sixty with two turnover tackles, but I guess that's still a fifty-two, isn't it? So it's not terrible. Mm. I mean, I'd, I'd rather have Frizzell than Tamalolo right now. I'd say that. Yeah, yeah. Without, I without. think you should get Jack Bird and the the player that you trust more. Out of Tyson Frizzell and Brandon Smith, but I don't trust either of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think that's the weakest it. recommendation. No, I'm my recommendation is get Josh Maguire and Hamole Elikowatu. I believe that long term that will net you more fantasy points over the next three weeks. Higher floor, higher ceiling. Maybe not higher ceiling, but definitely higher floor. I get Tino, I think. Now, boys, I want to talk about a couple of things here. The Trident, Punt Club Trident, NRL Fantasy Amateurs Overall League. Ooh, yes. Is it Will in first? 50 points. Good friend of the show, Will, is 50 points clear of other good friend of the show, Josh. Um, and he actually asked a question, which I've skipped over until now, which is uh, who's the best captain option this week? Keeping mm. in mind that the highest player in the three-game averages is Cameron Murray, who also happens to be an absolute weapon and facing a weakened Panthers team this week. Yeah. I mean, the answer is probably either Hines or Murray. Like That's probably going to be the, the two um, go-to answers this week. Uh, oh man, um, 
because, I mean, this Panthers game really sets up as a game for Murray too, and I could see him playing some big minutes, like close to 80 this week, if not 80. Um, and generally, like, games against, you know, a, a decent team like the Panthers, like they are, I know they are missing players, but they're still solid defensively. Um, and they don't make too many errors. And generally, that results in more ball in play versus when you're playing a, a crappy team that makes a lot of errors, concedes a lot of points. So, I mean, which translates to base stats, but then you've got Hines going up against a manly side that is just goddamn awful and he's been going so good as well. I don't know. Yeah. I know, I know Hines is averaging uh, 70.1 this season. Yeah, I know you're missing Really hard to take it off. Take it off Hines, isn't it? Yeah. Munster is quite nice too against the Broncos. Yeah, I just don't think he comes close to the other two. I don't know. No, just in terms of sheer floor, ceiling, potential, it has to be Hines or Murray. Mm. Um, yeah. No, it's uh, it's a good problem to have. Uh, I mean, the other smoky dark horse option is Isaiah Papali'i against the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. But, um, oh. yeah. I wouldn't be going out of my way to take it off Hines, I'll put it that way. You just don't know what Eels team's going to turn up, though, do you? Like, Yeah. Oh, no. Well, they're versing a bad team, so they'll probably blast them. Moses back's pretty big as well, I think. Like, I think yeah. they've been missing him. Would you buy Moses instead of Brown if you had the uh, cash? I, would, I don't think I'd buy either of them. Yeah, no. I think I'd, I'd buy Adam Reynolds at the same price. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Now, Ryan. Mm-hmm. You uh, you managed to dispatch of a uh, good friend of the show, Matt Hards, who did an eels uh, in our cash head-to-head league, uh, Hurt Locker. Uh, number one, went 16-2 and two regular season and then eliminated in straight sets like the Parramatta Eels. Um, <laughs> mate, you put him on blast. You're talking shit to him in the chat. Barely, you barely you scraped into the finals on four and against with a negative 127 points differential and you've taken out the 16-2 and two leader. How do you feel? Mate, I was bloody complaining about Matt Hards on here a couple of weeks ago when um, uh, he had like 500 points. Uh, his points against were 500 points less than mine. So, um, <laughs> and he asked, he asked me, he asked me then after that podcast if if he hates if I hate him, and I, and I don't. But I've, I've I've beaten him. I've beat him twice in two weeks in two different leagues in the head to head finals. So yeah, just giving him the business, mate. Now, mate, the other thing I want to bring up, Rob, and this is directed at you, mate. You're letting us down big time in the talking league versus amateurs. Uh, I know. I feel, I feel terrible, but it's also well, like... You're coming stone cold last. You're 62 points last. Yeah. I just think it's that week that round 17 when there wasn't any trades or there wasn't any real reason for me to make any trades. I didn't, and I think everyone else did because I was solely focused on head-to-head. And that's why I think next year I'll have two teams. Do we it's, going to be, it's going to be so different next year with all the buys and, and things. I think it's oh, just man. going to don't, be quite mate, a different... Don't, don't, get, don't get me started, mate. We, we don't have enough time on this podcast because I'm going to... I'm going to wrap it up shortly, but we, we'll definitely get into the all the buys. We'll probably do a, like a wrap-up episode or something where we might go through that and some early season predictions or something like that. But yeah, I think like I just played it quite a lot differently than what I could have if, if you know, because like, I held yeah. Cotter throughout that whole period, you know. like There's definitely going to be uh, more of a necessary commitment to head-to-head or overall next year, that's for sure. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Now, looking forward to it, boys. Any Anything else before we wrap it up? Um, I don't know. Just uh, 
don't know. Uh, Mark, what, what are you doing now with no trades, no head-to-head leagues? What, what are you doing? Now, what, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm making up some vanity ranks. So I've moved up. Oh, I've moved up a couple of um, – so I was at 1889 uh, two weeks ago, and I'm into 1482 now. So I've gone up 406, 407 ranks in two weeks. So – Jeez. I'm, I'm inside the top 1,500 and closing, uh, although I'm sitting ninth in our bloody talking league versus amateurs league, but I'm, I'm closing in on Kyle. I'm only 11 points behind Kyle. Oh, excellent. Um, Bring him down. Are they all, are they all out of trades? Is that... Yeah, all, all of them are all out of trades. So Yeah, maybe we can catch them up a couple. Yeah, well, you're not going to because you're a dud. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, you're I mean, the collective we. The collective Five we. points behind me. Um, but yeah, Ryan, you're moving up the ladder. Um, Andy's, yeah. you know, he he only got 872 last week, so he he's gone straight through the floor. Poor bloke. Yeah, um, I mean, I've I've almost made back all the ranks I lost in round 17 because I captained Wade Graham just for the meme because I didn't care in round 17. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty happy. Woody about Ramsey, mate. Had, I'm pretty happy about the fact that we had we like nine of us, nine of us got a thousand plus last week and. All six of the amateurs representatives got it, and three talking league guys went under a thousand. Um, our lowest score was a thousand and ten last week as a as a conglomerate, um, and we had two hundred and sixty plus scores. So a thousand sixty, I mean. So wow. yeah, it's crushing it, and Rob on thousand yeah. uh, forty nine as well. So we're boys, we're we're moving up in the world. I'm feeling yeah. every confidence that we're going to end up. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and then they'll have nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yes, we'll, we'll do it. I mean, mate, I've uh, I've scored a thousand over a thousand three of the last four weeks. Just the only week I missed it was the uh, Cleary send off week. But yeah, other than that, yeah, on the way out. Yeah, I'm pretty dirty about the fact that I'm like two hundred and sixty eighth in our amateurs overall league, but I'm inside the top fifteen hundred. There's too much quality here happening. So great advice, mate. Um, yeah, it's gonna be well, gonna be a pretty. It's gonna be a a a, a serious start uh, to the finish with uh, the two I love amateurs teams up the top chasing the bickies. And I think they're the only two teams that can win from here because the other, yeah. the team in third is eighty points behind the team in second and one hundred and thirty behind Will. So I think um, actually that's third overall as well. We've got the top three overall, but the difference between number two and number three is seventy eight points. So. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, yeah. I mean, what hope are we when we've got, you know, I love the amateurs in first and I love the amateurs more in second. <laughs> yeah. You know, how are we supposed to catch these blokes? Yeah. 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 Anyway, boys, better, good luck winning that uh, Trident voucher. And, um, yeah, you can be the uh, first ever winner of the uh, Punk Club Amateurs Overall League. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that. And, um, yeah, well, there's a couple of, a couple of exciting things coming up in the off-season, which we'll, we'll just tease for now and we'll give you some more information under there wrap up of the season episode. So, um, boys, reckon that'll do us for tonight. Nice, short, sharp, shiny pod channel there in an OTL. Uh, yes, and, uh, bring back I guess the boys. we'll uh, talk to you next week. Love you guys.